Looking for a new 1500 Silverado? Shop Beatty Chevrolet and get 2.9% APR for 72 months on a new 1500 Silverado. Yes, 2.9% for 72 months. Or, if you want a new car and a Chevy Malibu fits your lifestyle, check out Beatty Chevrolet's Malibus under $25,000 till the end of the month. And as always, buy with confidence with the Beatty Warranty for Life. Beatty Chevrolet on Parkside Drive, online at BeattyChevrolet.com. Beatty Chevrolet, locally owned and operated for over 90 years. Joe Rexrode from TheAthletic.com on the radio each morning in Nashville on 102.5 The Game. Joe, we appreciate the time. Uh, the news yesterday was not good, but maybe uh, right now not as bad as was feared 24 hours ago. Uh, Derek Henry, w- what's the latest there in Nashville, and what's the talk around Titans camp? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting, too, with Derek Henry. In the, of course, a lot, of, a lot has happened since... Um, you know, Adam Schefter reported that he has a had a broken bone in his foot, including the Titans picking up Adrian Peterson. But, you know, Adam Schefter is reporting he's expected to be done for the season. Ian Rappaport is expecting is reporting he's expected to be back. Um, you know, the bottom line is no one knows. If he's, he's having surgery today. So no one knows what the healing process is going to look like for Derrick Henry. The, the typical timeline um that's agreed upon i guess in the medical community for this particular fracture a jones fracture the fifth metatarsal is six weeks to heal you know for the bone to heal um but then how long after that if at all this year would the titans and Derek Henry be comfortable going back to pounding that thing in football games i mean it's just it's just impossible to know right now but i will say that mike brabel the way Mike Vrabel answered questions yesterday about this does not match up with Schefter reporting that the Titans have basically, you know, accepted that he won't be back this season. I mean, I have Vrabel who almost never will talk at all about injuries, good or bad said, you know, anything's possible. And if anybody can get back, it would be Derek. So it's just, I think in about six weeks, you know, we'll see, it'll start to become this, you know, Derek watch, I would suspect that if he does return, it wouldn't be until the postseason, but it's possible. And, and I believe the Titans will be there. If you look at where they are in the standings, um, their schedule ahead. I mean, I think if they go three and six, the rest of the way, they're still going to win the AFC South probably. And I think they can go better than three and six. Joe, you, you just alluded to looking through the schedule. How are things going to evolve and change with this offense without Derrick Henry, but up against competition that, you know, Tennessee should be okay against more times than not. Right. Although this week, you know, you get, you get a, some this Aaron week's Donald a doozy. Now, yeah. Oh, by the way, here's some Von Miller too for you. Um, but, but you're right, Heather, I agree. Um, there, there are some definite winnable games. I mean, I mean, the three games I point to, you know, they get two against the Texans still, and they get one at home against the Jags. You also have the Dolphins, who are just terrible uh, coming in. The Niners, disappointing season coming in. Saints just lost their quarterback. All those teams are coming to Nashville. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Titans will – will win enough of those games to, to, to win the division. I mean, winning Sunday was huge because, they, I mean, it would be so different if they had a one-game lead with a split. Instead, they have a three-game lead with a sweep, which is basically a four-game lead. The Colts have to have a better record than them. So just a huge outcome to be able to weather this and try to figure things out. Um, I'm not personally big on the idea like Adrian Peterson is going to come in here and just light it up and be a 20 carry, you know, I mean, he, 
it's not a bad idea to sign him. I still would think the Titans would really be on the phone today with the possibility of acquiring someone else. But if they get Julio Jones back, and that is a big if, because he's been so in and out of the lineup with the hamstring. But if they can get him back to go with A.J. Brown and Tannehill and the offensive line stays healthy, I still think that they can have a productive offense. Um, you know, and then you got to find somebody to run the ball. But right now I think defenses are – quickly shifting their focus from stop 22 to stop number 11, A.J. Brown, who's been uh, spectacular the last couple of weeks. We're talking to Joe Rexrode from TheAthletic.com. How has the Julio Jones trade been viewed considering his injury issues and uh, lack of availability so far this season? Well, I think for the most part there's a patience there that's sort of like, you know what, if he's there when it matters, then great, because that's why he was brought in. He was brought in to help this team, put this team over the top, you know, in January games. Now, I still contend, I just, I don't like this team's chances to beat the uh, other contenders in the AFC if they don't have Derrick Henry. I just, uh, you know, I, I think it's a long shot for, for the Titans to go deep into the playoffs if they don't have him. But for Julio Jones, I mean, that's where I think, the trade will be uh, evaluated is you know, now granted, Josh, I mean, if he keeps missing weeks and it's just that it's going to be more and more um, unrest, you know, about like what the heck is going on here when he has played. I mean, he was spectacular at Seattle in week two, even uh, the chiefs game in the first half, you know, he had a, a catch and run trucking people were like, Whoa, you know, you forget how, big physical and fast he is um but the problem is again he just i mean he he tried to come on the field i saw at least twice um from the press box you know, at least twice in the second half he tried he had his helmet on he wanted to come back in the field and the receivers coach rob moore was like now nah, let's just let, let's sit this one out and so they're being careful but obviously the fact that he missed this huge game at indy it's more than just being careful like the hamstring is a problem it cost him half the season in 2020 so can they get him back and, and keep him and keep him in the lineup? I mean, I think that's a huge part of them having any kind of chance. Um, and then that's really where the trade will be evaluated. I mean, a second-round pick and his salary, that's a steep cost uh, for what you've gotten so far. Have you had to check your calendar at all, Joe, and be like, oh, my gosh, we're just at the halfway point of the season, especially with the major injury to Derrick Henry. It's kind of wild to think about – how much football has already been played versus how much there is still left to be played with the extra week this year. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, one of many reasons I hate the 17th game, you know, it's like, you can't even say halfway point, you know, (laughs) yeah. 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 And then next week we're past the halfway point, but uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Um, and so much has happened. It's been a, I mean, it's been a league wide, I think a great season, you know, it's a lot of great games and interesting storylines, but also not just the Titans. Um, although I think the Titans are the head of the class now in terms of devastating injury, but you know, so many of those already, you know, Russ Wilson, of course, out in Seattle. And um, that's the unfortunate part about, I guess, a violent collision game. Joe Rexroad is with us, theathletic.com. Joe, the Tennessee Vols will go to Kentucky on Saturday night. The Vols were off this past week. Kentucky lost at Mississippi State. So with all that, what do you think with this game coming up in Lexington? Yeah, look, I uh, I liked Tennessee's chances before uh, Kentucky's latest performance. Um, and I, I, I guess I just 
do I like Tennessee's chances more based on that? I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I suppose you could look at the psychological impact of, you know, like Tennessee's not sneaking up on Kentucky now because Kentucky's mad because they played poorly and this sort of you know, kind of special season for them uh, takes a turn and they kind of got exposed. You know, you'd rather be the team exposing them, you know, when they're a little bit hot, uh, you know, on the high horse. But um, I just, I look, I, I think Tennessee, I think a huge thing here is just the health of Tennessee's key offensive guys, you know, I mean, up front and the, the two running backs, like, if, if the off week has meant a lot in that way, then I really like Tennessee's offense in this matchup. Um, Kentucky is a good, solid team, but, you know, Mississippi State kind of showed you go fast, uh, and it's a different – it's not the exact same offense, but go fast and get that ball out fast and uh, they can struggle in space. And I think Tennessee's offense is going to have a lot of success there. Right now, you know, Tennessee's defense has to um, avoid those explosive plays. Um, they make plays, they've overachieved, but you got to, if you make Kentucky earn its way to points consistently all night, then I think Tennessee's going to win this game. You give up a couple of those big shots and, uh, that could be the difference the other way. Joe, how, how, how much does Tennessee need this game? Because I still think it would be uh, one of the best wins of the season. If Tennessee was able to get it versus Kentucky, then when you look back as a whole, it might have, you know, a little more meaning to it uh, with how everything shakes out. But is this like a must win game? Is it, you really need this one? How would you quantify what a win like this would be? Well, I do think it would be the best win of the year. Um, so, I mean, I think this would be the one you would point to if they can get it. Look, I mean, Tennessee is going to get to six. I, I say that pretty confidently, you know, with um, South Alabama and Vanderbilt at the end. Um, but I think this one, you could potentially get a better bowl situation out of this, but I just think it would be your signature win uh, for the year. And, and also, look, I think that this is this game is an important recruiting angle too because uh, Kentucky, you know, just came in here and got a couple kids you wanted, and Kentucky really has done a great job of um, strengthening, you know, their recruiting base, and uh, the, the, you know that program is you are you're already looking. You see Florida a little shaky right now. I mean, like you know, there's a lot of ways different programs could go in the SEC East. But you want to establish yourself and kind of show recruits, you know, this is still Tennessee, they're still Kentucky. And, you know, if you want to do something good, you're still better off coming with us. So I do think that in terms of, I think a lot of this season should be good for Tennessee in terms of showing recruits something. But I think in particular this matchup could uh, have some ramifications there. Joe Rexroad, read his work at theathletic.com with everything going on with Tennessee Vols football, Titans football, the Derrick Henry news yesterday, and the Titans uh, winning games. Go to theathletic.com to read Joe's work. Joe, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, folks. Thanks for having me.